0: Good afternoon and welcome to NFTs Live. I'm your host, Tyler D. It is Friday, January 14th, a gloomy cold day here in Chicago. The NFT markets aren't gloomy. The sun is shining bright. I'll cover it all on today's 30-minute episode. On the docket for today, we've got airdrop season. We're going to talk WTFs, Bosch Token Drop, and then check in on Looks Rare. Then we're going to hit... Uh, women projects dominating china nft news and then we're going to go through our market segments we're going to hit the seven day market movers from the lucky trader board as well as the three day movers on icy and one of ones we are going to hit serialites all-time high sale and then talk some capsule house news we're going to check in on the pfp and art blocks floors and then in the show highlights some upcoming drops sound good all right let's get started so first story for today airdrop season is in full swing so on monday show we did a full recap of the looks rare marketplace and its token well a new drop happened last night and it did not go nearly as well so this is from fees.wtf if anyone saw this the, the screenshots that were floating around, They the fees team set up uh, a UI and API that essentially showed everyone how much money, how much ETH they spent on gas. And then they're going to have a token that there was speculation was tied to the amount uh, of gas that everyone spent. So there was a lot of anticipation around this. It was set to drop yesterday evening uh, we'll go ahead and share the screen in a, in a Twitter thread here um, from Left Terrace. Uh, the, in short, the, the drop did not go well. Um, you can see here that the token price, it started out a little bit between 0.25 and 0.3 and just slowly went down over the course of the evening. Uh, there's I'm not going to go through the full thread. There's, it, it's full of fun. Um, but kind of what happened last night was the team didn't put much liquidity into the pool. Some bots started interacting. Anyone who was trying to buy the token essentially got screwed out of all their ETH. There were several 22 ETH, 40 ETH buys where the the buyers got like fractions of one token or just a few tokens. So essentially lost everything there have been problems in liquidity pools really since the token has dropped i've certainly tried on a few occasions to try to to swap the tokens out to no avail so this one has been pretty much a downer there there wasn't really a whole lot of expectations that this would be super successful um but this one is one you would probably call a, a botched launch and on top of that anyone who tried to claim the tokens had to pay 0.01 ETH to the teams. The team is walking away at minimum with over 150 ETH from, from what I've seen here. So not, not the best look for them, but it it does make the looks rare token drop look much, much better in hindsight. So I thought we'd just quickly check in on how it's doing The token price marched up really across most of the week until today we saw highs uh, touching near five dollars per token and it's now down in the mid threes i want to say it's like 330 to 350 i don't have the price up uh, in front of me right now the marketplace has been flooded with volume and it's actually been outpacing OpenSea, uh, but primarily due to folks who are wash trading lower royalty collections to try to get the, the daily token rewards so when you see 200,000 ETH traded on MeBits, for instance, it's almost entirely wash trading on looks rare to get those token rewards. Um, you know, there's been, you know, speculation on the daily sell pressure of those token rewards and what they'll do to the token price. Well, it, it's held up pretty well most days this week before we saw the dive here this morning. So there will certainly be a lot of eyes on this as we continue as these staking rewards Uh, and trading rewards continue uh, for the rest of this first 30-day cycle. So we'll continue to check in on it here periodically. Second story of the day, and maybe the lead story of the week, World of Women skyrocketing on the big news announcement that they have hired Guy Osiri to be uh, their project manager. And for those who aren't familiar with Guy, he was hired by Yuga Labs and the Bored Ape Yacht Club team and was instrumental in them <clears throat> uh, partnering with celebrities, athletes, musicians who used the Board Apes as their profile pictures, which really was a driving factor in leveling up the Ape floor price to where it is today. So certainly there was a lot of speculation and hype if Guy can do the same thing with the World of Women project and the floor absolutely took off this week. I'll show the Sea the page here for World of Women. The floor price was in the mid twos just a few days ago. Earlier in the week, it rocketed past 8 ETH here on the hype and on this news announcement. It's now sitting right around an 8 ETH floor here. For those who aren't familiar with the product, you get a sense of what the artwork looks like these female PFPs, um, different tones, different outfits, different facial gestures. We've already seen a few celebrities tied into this. Reese Witherspoon, Eva Longoria, uh, most notably, but there's already a lot of speculation on which additional celebs may, be, may tie in here. Um, my personal view, this is an interesting one. I, I think it's a risky play at, at this price point solely because of you know who is the buyer pool for this from a pfp standpoint um you know the the truth of the matter is females are not overly represented in the nft space right now it's heavily male driven i don't know that many male buyers are going to use this as their pfp uh the the token or the the price point on this is is a bit pricey i think the the guy hire is essentially priced in at eight ETH and what it's going to take to move this up to the next level, I think it's going to take a lot. Um, now, if they come out with some real utility behind behind the project, I could absolutely see that being a driver up to the next level. Um, but simply reaching a, a female audience, I don't know that new women onboarding NFTs are going to start out by buying an 80 PFP. I think they'll, they're more likely to start at the lower end, but that's just my two cents. Um, certainly still great news for the project team and a fantastic hire, and we'll be watching this one. Last news story of the day, China, big announcement. They are going to separate NFTs from crypto in their regulation and essentially allow it. Um, so on the surface, sounds like you know huge breaking headline. It's not quite as optimistic once you dive in and read a little bit more about it. Uh, essentially they were going to have a centralized government backed blockchain that will allow NFTs on it. Uh, they're essentially saying it's not illegal to transact in NFTs as long as they're not used with Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies. So interpretation of this is that ETH, NFTs, other crypto NFTs are still uh, illegal essentially from the standpoint and it, the concept of NFTs will be allowed, but only uh, on their centralized blockchains. So, is this going to be a real, you know, ETH NFT market mover? What's the impact going to be? Um, it, it seems more fluff than substance, more of a headline than substance at this point. But you know, any widespread usage of NFTs, the is more mainstream, could have a net positive effect. And certainly, we've already seen the impact Asia has had in the F.T. market just in a few weeks this year, which is a great segue to our market update. Let's take a look at the the market movers here uh, from the past seven days using our Lucky Trader project rankings. Top of the board, 17,000 ETH traded, the Fanta Bears. This is the project. We covered them on Tuesday's show. Uh, Jay Chow is the, one of the founders. This has been heavily shopped in the, in the Asian space. We saw the floor price absolutely take off last week. It ran all the way past eight ETH at one point before retracing here, still up on the seven day. It sits right around four ETH floor here uh, this, this morning. It'll be interesting to see where this one goes here in the near future. Another product that had some Asian speculation behind it, the Heart Project, 3,700 ETH on the week. Um, it ran up into the mid ones, still sitting right about 0. 0.75. So we've seen a bit of a retrace on the products that were hyped as you know the, the Asian backed NFTs. Certainly interesting to see what happens this weekend if we see another run uh, or if these kind of fade and, and sit aside for the new ones that run. But let's go through the rest of the, the big movers. Bored Apes, still very relevant, 15,000 eighth traded, even though down 30% volume on the week. The floor sits up 10% at 75, just rock solid. Um, Again, on the rumors of being potentially in a Super Bowl commercial. So that will be a a fun one to watch. Doodles, also big winner on the week, up 30% at mid-11s floor, over 10,000 eighth traded. We touched on World of Women in their massive week. As we scroll down a little bit, uh, a few other big winners, Clone X, I feel like it's quiet. I'm not seeing a whole lot of chatter about them, but a quiet 5,008 traded and their floor up 10% at 6.5. Um, a few others I want to highlight here, the Alien Friends, the Cool Mans. Those were the projects, along with the Lemons, that ran up in last week's cycle all the way through the weekend. They're both down about 50% from all-time highs. So we'll be very curious if they make a move here this week. That's the, the big movers on a seven-day. I want to take a look at the three-day board. And I'll pull up Icy for that because I think it gives a nice view uh, of the more recent action. So the first three at the top of the board, Meebits, Loot, Terraforms, those numbers are astronomical. That's that wash trading I was referencing earlier in the week. Um, so you can discount the 300,000 ETH traded here. This is all looks rare volume, simply done for the, the token farming. But the, the movers, the level below are absolutely real. So Azuki, one of the most hyped projects, it minted out on Wednesday. It was a Dutch auction PFP 8,800 in public sale, starting at 1 ETH, going down to 015 it sold out in five minutes at the 1 ETH price point and has since just absolutely taken off. Um, the floor price got as high as 2.8. I think I saw it right around 2.6 to 2.8 here, uh, still pre-revealed this morning. The reveal is coming tomorrow. That will be a very highly anticipated one uh, to see if this has you know, an on-one type trajectory that can move it up to the next level or if there will be disappointment. But certainly at 9,000 ETH, one of the the biggest market movers of the week. Along with them, this CO1 official collection. So, this one kind of snuck under my radar. Almost 5,000 ETH traded here just in the last day. And we'll, we'll pull up their website. They did some form of a raffle. I'll admit, I wasn't following it super closely. Um, But the idea behind this project, CL1 represents the synergy between the world of fashion and digital ownership. When buying a CL1, you are not only owning a digital collectible, but also getting access to the forefront of evolution in the fashion industry in the metaverse. Going to create exclusive digital collections with well-known clothing brands. Um, So really one of the first big fashion metaverse NFT plays that we've seen And certainly the the market has responded to it. I I checked in on the the floor price right before the show, sitting 1.7, 1.8 ETH levels. So some real demand that that is also pre-reveal. It'll be interesting to see how that one goes. Parallel Alpha back on the board, relevant again, 4,000 ETH traded. Um, So those are back in the news and market movers. Fluff World was a product that kind of came out of nowhere. Hadn't really been talked about too much, it is sitting at 6.6 E4 here this morning. Uh, we, we, we touched on the crypto skulls on Tuesday's show. This is one of the NFT archaeologist projects, one of the first projects uh, on the Ethereum blockchain, second 10K PFP set. It had its heyday. It ran up to 0.8. I think it's since retraced back to 0.3 or 0.4 levels. Uh, and more of the Kongs apes world, Cyber Kong's VX, big week moving up to 2.584. Up, uh, I want to say about 100% uh, just in the last few weeks. The Caked Apes have debuted. They've been doing really well. 2008 traded. Another potential Asia-backed NFT, the Montfers Club. Let's go ahead and show this. Um, so a, a little bit of research on this one this morning. It's tied to a Singapore group of founders whose intention was to build uh, an NFT marketplace to, to rival OpenSea. I think OpenSea essentially beat them to the punch. This was actually a free mint for anyone who had traded over one ETH on OpenSea was able to mint a Monfers Club NFT uh, for free. They came out of the gate at around 0.03 ETH 4 rocketed up to 0.6 last night, back to 0.3 this morning, but still sitting right around 0.48, uh, 0.5 floor. So, this will be an interesting one to watch if it catches on to that Asian narrative and if that can help propel it forward through the weekend uh, or if it'll start to stutter a bit here. Let's take a look at the board. See if there's anything else we want to highlight here. Those are most of the movers over one ETH. Uh, a handful of other female projects kind of following in the wake of World of Women. The Women Rise project, four up 67%. 900 ETH traded in the last three days. Boss Beauties also with close to 900 ETH traded, uh, sitting around a 0.84. So big weeks for them as well. All right. That takes us through our market movers. Let's go ahead and move into one of ones. So the top news, one of ones super Airspace space, sets his new all-time high sale with this piece sleeping quarters you see it here you see his 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 kind of go-to style the animation the stars sparkling description the sleeping quarters of the bathhouse's workers one girl can't seem to sleep in this morning this came out of the gate he minted it Wednesday morning got a 150 ETH offer from Meta Smurf $504,000 right on the gun in the first hour staff accepted it and new all-time high. So congratulations to Serulite for setting this new record as well as Metasmurf uh, on the tremendous pickup of you know, who is becoming one of the, the most elite digital artists in this space. But the good news for Searlight didn't stop there. Capsule House has had an absolutely fantastic week. So highlighted by a Twitter Spaces that DZ5 Anonymous, and a few others co-hosted with the Capsule House team here this week. Uh, I'm, I'm showing the highlights of that space is where they made some big announcements. So, you know, they started off with that headline of the Seerlite sale, which is as Searlight is the designer of the PFPs, the characters for Capsule House, of course, relevant to that project. And they're essentially talking about it as the cheap entry point to Searlight. Uh, and that logic absolutely makes sense to me. Um, going through some other highlights from the month, the big alpha released or the news was related to the Zodiac capsules. So any of the capsule house owners uh, back in December were able to mint a Zodiac capsule for free, originally by solving a puzzle. Then after a few days, they essentially just opened it up to a, uh, to just a, a free mint. And they posted the link. Well, it didn't catch a whole lot of traction because Capsule House was still sitting fairly low in the 0.1 to 0.2 ETH range. Gas was really high. So folks weren't paying 0.03 to 0.05 to mint these Zodiacs, which didn't really have a whole lot of a secondary market. Well, they announced the utility. So if you burn a full set of the 12 Zodiac capsules, you can now have an, you can turn your Capsule House into an animated PFP. So essentially, A Cyrilite one-of-one animated PFP figure if you burn the 12 Zodiacs. Um, We since saw the Zodiac floor skyrocket. It went all the way up to about a 0.7 ETH floor at one point. It's since retraced a bit, holding steady right around a 0.5 ETH. So about 6 to 8 ETH for the full set right now. Big announcement, some real utility. Already provided to the capsule house owners. Um a, a little bit more going through this species order of PFP will not yet be revealed. So they're starting with the yokais. It's still unclear of which the next uh, species to get the, the PFP designs will be for. But uh overall a positive week. We saw the capsule house floor get close to two ETH. I think it's sitting around 1.6 here, 1.7 ETH4 this morning, but then and I think uh, it's an exciting time for the capsule house community. They brought in a new marketing team who's doing a bang up job. They're partnering with some of the, the bigger influencers in the space, conducting these spaces. The artist Serialite is having a, a great run, and they've got a team that's driving utility and innovation. So it's checking a lot of the boxes, um, you know. Other other than like the, the trendy tokens and, and P2E type terms, which every product doesn't need. So. Uh, I think folks are quite happy with it, where this is going, and it feels like this could be moving into the the blue chip space. But certainly one to watch. Um, other than that, a few other notable sales here, and we'll we'll put links in our show notes. Uh, Marilyn crying from Russell Young, uh, a well known traditional artist who is entering the digital space, sold for fourteen ETH. Serenade Two by Ryan Talbot for fifteen ETH, and Night Travel Number One from Ginny Seward. For 18 ETH, a few notable sales here this week. Let's go ahead and get into our floor updates, taking a look at the board on WGMI.io. So let's start with PFPs, CyberCon's Cyber Genesis up at 83 ETH, topping the board up 10% on the week. The board, eights, this is showing us at 77, up 15% on the week. CryptoPunks at 59. Are punks dead? Are punks actually dead at this point? It feels like sales just trickle through. Um, it feels like they're becoming a bit irrelevant in, in NFT space, kind of left behind by all the brands who are driving utility and innovation. Will them just being the, you know, the first major set on Ethereum be enough to propel them forward? Long-term, probably. In the short-term, it, it doesn't seem like that's what the market wants. And anyone who's got close to 60 ETH to spin on NFTs right now is either doing it. They're either trying to, to level up to a board ape or they're going to doodles or mutants or something in the, in a lower tier, but it doesn't seem like much appetite for the punks. And that's kind of showing in this bleeding price action here as the gap between apes and punks is now 16 to 17. Going down the board, mutant apes at 14.6. I feel like they're pretty much steady on the seven day here. Cool cats. 12.5. I think we saw a sweep on those last night. They're actually up 15% on the week ahead of their cool pets coming out the end of this month. I feel like the cool cats may be being slept on a bit. Doodles are certainly catching a lot more attention in this 10 to 12 eighth space right now. The doodle space capsules is coming out in February. The cool cats pets are coming sooner than that. I feel like if I had to make a bet on one of these two in the short term, it's probably cool cats right now. Um, but both products are, are pretty much rock solid in that next tier below uh, the the apes and punks right now. Moving forward, big week for the cyber kongs as the the kongs are up thirty seven percent to nine point six, and the dx are up to two point five. We touched on them earlier. I'm going to round out, see if there's anything else relevant for us. Um, Gutter cat gang, pretty much even on the week. Me bits steady three point nine, the stable coin of NFTs. And then the cryptos steady at 2.95 as well. So those are the PFPs. Let's quickly go through some of the art blocks floors here. Elevated deconstruction actually top of the board at 70. Uh, It's the lowest supply curated set. You see it was 33 uh, just seven days ago, now 70. That was actually just one or two sales that propelled that forward. And that's what a, a super thin supply can do. Fidenza. Supply of a 1,000, holding tight at 69, still higher market cap overall. Those held steady on the week. We've got ringers at 42, pretty much steady. Overall, I think it's pretty much just been a steady or slow decline week for art blocks. We saw a lot of volume come into the Chimera project by MP Kaz, uh, which took off right after the 2.4 ETH mint out, has since retraced to 1.9 or 2 ETH 4 or so. I think that's uh, taken most of the art blocks volume on the week. And I think the the legacy curateds have been fairly slow. Um, Let's see if anything else jumps out. We see subscapes at 9.5, meridians at 6.9. Yeah, squiggles at six, pretty much staying even. So, again, not a whole lot of movement in the curated space. There's no curated drop uh, on Monday for MLK, they're taking the week off before coming back the following week. But there are plenty of factory projects for those who are interested. So check those out. That takes us to our final segment. Let's go ahead and end with some upcoming projects to watch. So I'm gonna go ahead and show the NFT project schedule from Lucky Trader. I do a nice job of having quick descriptions and links uh, for the upcoming drops. So a few happening today. We've got that factory drop, as I mentioned, another NFL all day. Pack drop for those who are eligible here this afternoon. Um, scrolling through a few of these, we've got an animated art and motion NFT with Cyberwood dropping tomorrow. Another one is somewhat on my radar the NFT Ninjas. So their pre sale starts this evening. It's been pretty heavily hyped and anticipated. 5555 55 supply, ninja themed, but it's tied to like education and NFT trading. Um, which I can appreciate. We're reading a little bit more about it, it's from a 20 year old entrepreneur named Cordy Orlov. Uh, so, essentially, he has designed this product to help uh, be an educational product to those who want to become better NFT traders. The NFT will give access to a private course and private Discord server, uh, five videos on sniping strategy, um, which appears to be Cody's kind of educational course here for the NFT buyers. So, certainly an interesting concept. Um you know, 20 year old entrepreneur, good for him on creating the project, will certainly be interested in you know, the depth of these sniping strategy videos. Um, but the whitelist was in high demand, and I imagine the public sale tomorrow will be as well. The last product I want to highlight, um, music NFTs. I've seen a lot of buzz from NFT influencers that this is going to be a big year for music NFTs. We're starting to see some of the first projects roll out. So, this soundmint.xyz uh, is actually released here today um, at 12 p.m. Eastern. You, you see, we'll go through their website a little bit. Sounds Rare, building the platform to create generative music NFTs, initial collaborations curated by the Sound Mint team. Um, so, as we scroll down, you can see We Are Cloud. The music artist is Cloud, K-L-O-U-D. There's a visual artist tied into this as well. Um, so they started this as a Dutch auction with a price at 0.3 ETH decreasing by 0.025 every 15 minutes. Current price is 0.15 as we sit here. And it looks like you know 40% of the supply has been, mil- has been minted already at a you know, relatively high mint price. So certainly there appears to be some demand for this one. Um, There is some utility, right, holders will be entered into a lottery, full license rights for the use of the music, they've got a bit of a roadmap, including some merch, future events, Um, they they go on to talk a little bit more about detail behind Cloud Genesis, uh, and what this uh, provides, as well as some future perks for Genesis owners. Um, And then more description, finally, on on what it actually is. So generative audio-visual NFTs. Each piece is unique, infinite possibilities. So it feels a little similar to like Euler Beats. was. Uh, Euler Beats, along with uh, OX Death Beats, set some of the first audio-visual generative music NFTs that have come out. So kind of combining uh, a visual pattern that's set to an audio beat. Um, Certainly, both those products, Oiler Beats and Deft Beef, caught a lot of interest uh, last year. It'll be curious to see how SoundMint goes ahead and executes this. I haven't actually seen any of the NFTs yet, uh, but it'll be one to watch. And when I think about music NFTs taking off in 2022, it's more tied to actual music artists who figure out ways to tie royalties, to tie community ownership, to singles to CDs, things of that nature. Um, we'll see if generative audiovisual music is a sector that will take off. But it looks like a strong start for SoundMet. All right. 30 minutes. That is our show for today. Thanks to our listeners and viewers for tuning in. Catch us next Tuesday as I'm joined by Brett Ritchie. We'll recap the weekend in NFTs. Till then till then stay safe. Enjoy this bull market. Goodbye.